Black True Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by Black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone, so listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black True Crime. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. <clears throat> and welcome to Black True Crime. If this is your first time here at the show, welcome and hello. Give me a high sigh. Today is a very special episode because it's something that we've been promising you guys for a very long time and have not fucking delivered. Period. <laughs> And we will be talking about our experience in the cult. Dun, dun, dun. We're opening up the can. We're letting y'all in. And this should be exciting. Have a seat, friend. Have a seat, friend. I'm really excited about today's episode, but I'm also kind of nervous. I don't know. I haven't even read the questions that you guys sent in beforehand so this is just gonna be right off the cuff and yeah we hope you guys enjoy it period for the record y'all i really never knew we were in a cult until (laughs) decades later when we realized hey that is given cultish ways Mm -hmm. and that's how it is kind of for some abuse victims they don't even know they were being abused especially with verbal abuse they didn't know they were being abused until like someone actually told you, hey, this is fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to outright being in a cult going to say, oh, yeah, I'm in a cult and know that. Yeah, right. No one wants to admit that. So let's get started. Kristen, are you ready? Yes. I'm so proud of you for being here. Mm-hmm. First of all, Kristen braided her own hair, period, every time. I knew you was going to do it. So let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. It's giving mode to the... I love that. Moesha. It's giving burnt ends that are messing up the top of your shirt. But it's not, though, because I flat iron them. Don't play. It's (laughs) 1990s, baby. Period. Period. You guys, don't ask me to do your hair. Because it's never going to be the case. But I'm proud of myself. Yeah, she looks cute. All right, so I'm just going to skim through some of these questions. And if you guys are on Patreon, you will just be skimming with me. So the first question is pretty simple. Kristen, what are you looking at? Questions. This is a lot. (laughs) This is the first page. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) We'll probably have some repeats, so don't worry. Mm -hmm. All right, so someone said, what was the name? Of what? The Cole Beach. We, Kayla, what was the name? It wasn't really, I don't think he named it. It was really just like David Taylor Ministries. That's who the person is. And I, I think, I think in this, to avoid being sued for defamation, right? We can say alleged. So we're going to be saying alleged a lot in this episode. <laughs> Cause his followers be on it. They like, if you post something on YouTube, bitch, they're going to try to do what they can to get you take it. 
to take it down. So Ew, that's corny. And the fact that he's still going today is cornier. <laughs> it's really bad. I should include some pictures on here. I might do that actually. Okay. Okay, you gonna get okay. us caught up. I'm not gonna get us caught up. Alleged, alleged, alleged. We'll be fine. <laughs> and this is what happened. I'm not lying about any of my experience. You Allegedly. Know, Chris, I'm not lying about my experience. <laughs> there is no alleged in there. Oh, it's not your what? alleged experience? No, bitch. It's the truth. Like, <laughs> your the truth. Only- yes. So basically saying alleged just protects us from labeling it a cult because they could say, oh, you know, you're trying to defame our name. And it's not the case. That's corny. And if I get an email saying somebody is trying to sue me or somebody pops up at my door... <laughs> It's game on. Gloves yeah. are on. Yeah, we're not going to go down without a fight. Mm-mm. Okay, so did your parents actually know that they were in a cult? Obviously not. Like, our parents were just looking for belonging. I feel like they were, they loved the Lord, and they just mm-hmm. wanted to be around people who did the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think because their family shunned them so bad at like such a pivotal point in their lives they just had two little girls you know back to back they were 23 24 trying to figure shit out and their people just wasn't there for them it was their only lifeline at that point i think and like you have to remember we were still going to grandmama's house every sunday after church so even before our family disowned us my parents Mm -hmm. always knew that they were different from their family so they were just trying to look for a family away from family where they could really feel at home yeah yeah were you always aware it was a cult So, no, kind of talked about that already. We didn't know that it was a cult really until we got out and we figured out what cults, like what the meaning of it is. And that's definitely what was going on over there. Yeah. And we were so young. Of course, we Mm -hmm. were just thinking we were just hanging out and living with our brothers and sisters and friends, period. Literally. What things couldn't you do that you wanted to while in the cult? Hmm. The alleged cult. All right. Hmm. Kayla, would you like to go first? Sure. I think the biggest thing for me was school. Mm. We didn't really go to school (laughs) often. We didn't go. (laughs) It was giving truancy. And, you know, that's what I think I missed because I was such like a girl that was like, I'm going to school. Even when I was going to preschool, I was so excited and I wanted to pick up my backpack, all that shit. So not being able to go to school because we were traveling so much was, I think, the biggest thing for me. I was going to say the same exact thing. I remember when we was getting calls from the school talking about, oh, your kids aren't showing up. Your kid missed today's <laughs> class and we're yeah. on the bus headed to the next city. Yeah. So I remember that, but I didn't feel too bad about that. It was okay. But yes, if I were to say I missed doing something that I couldn't mm-hmm. have done, it would have been that. So to return to the question that said, oh, what was it called? So it was called David Taylor Ministries at the time, but we always like refer to it as the ministry, like the people that were in it, we would always say, oh yeah, the ministry, you know, whatever, whatever. And once we left, that's definitely how we started talking about it. What's your best memory of being in the ministry? Honestly, I loved living with our Hungarian brothers the most. 
I just remember us being in the garage, somebody sweeping the dog on garage floor, which I hate the sound of a brush against a garage <laughs> floor. It was Adam, by the yes. way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was him. And we were all just sitting there hanging out. We would be in the basement playing with toys. They mm-hmm. would be farting. They're white people farts. And <laughs> Okay. I- <laughs> Pause life. Kristen is convinced that what not only Kristen because I'm gonna I'm right there with her thank you from experience from a woman that used to date white men very often there's a different smell to their farts it's giving more so dairy products yes cottage cheese cow milk (laughs) um a dull (laughs) funk if anybody can relate like black people's farts it'll take you out for the count like mm-hmm. you're gonna have to leave the room a white person's <laughs> fart smells like a fruity milky mess and it's somehow thick in the air and it infuriates you <laughs> slowly because you don't know what the fuck it is so it's and i'm not even gonna lie the other day i farted a white people fart and I thought to myself, I needed to go back in the food log and think of every single thing that I ate. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, so this is the formula. So you mean to tell me it's not just a caucus, root of the caucus? No, it's about what the root is of the you? caucus are eating. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Period. Maybe you got a hold of some mayo or something. Kayla, I had chicken salad that day <laughs> from Market Street. <laughs> It was the mayonnaise. It was the mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me out the window. So this will be a fun episode. Mm. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys are still getting two this week. I know I said I was going to be releasing one on Monday. Kristen's schedule is shit. I can't get her to fucking get on the phone with me longer than 25 minutes. And I realized that you guys love Terrell. So I'm going to start doing some shows with him and incorporating him more so we can meet our deadlines, you know, period. My best memory of being in the cult, I think will be like singing on stage because at a very young age, I was just singing with them. I would go to practice. My dad is a bass player. He's been playing the bass for like what, ever, 30 years, maybe something like that. More. Yeah, so we would do that together, and it was really fun. Aww. Ew, this is like, what a trek down memory lane. I never think about this shit, like, ever. Mm-mm. So, it's nice. Did you find some teaching to be useful in life? Well, I feel like, yeah. Um, Good and bad. Obviously, we mm-hmm. learned about the Bible, so, like, that was the good parts of learning truth about the bible but we all i also learned about what not to do so if i'm seeing signs of narcissism if i'm seeing signs of somebody playing too rough with me those type of things i don't play with yeah fuck that so did y'all have to wear certain clothes like long dresses no Mm -mm. it wasn't like old (laughs) pentecostal we were just yeah we could wear whatever we wanted uh someone asked did y'all have chores We didn't really have anything specific that we had to do. I think we're going to answer the questions first. And then if we don't get to it, we're just going to give you guys like the breakdown of how the experience was, like what our daily looked like and where it was toxic to the point of being considered an alleged cult. 
Yeah. So like even to answer this question, when we would go on crusades in different like states and stuff, all of us would travel together in like a big bus or like three vans. And then we would all go there, post up in a hotel. We would get ready for the crusade. So we would be there the day before all day prepping Mm -hmm. putting out cable wire setting up the stage running audio you name it we would be doing all of that and i remember us being there to the point where we would be sleeping on the floor because our parents were still working yep and you'd have to set all that stuff up and then once it was over break it all down Mm -hmm. and drive right back to where the fuck we came from because we always drove (laughs) we never were able to fly yeah Yeah, because we had so much equipment we brought it all with us Mm mm-hmm What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Okay, Fran, that was not the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) But since we're here, Kayla, go ahead. I don't know. Wine and crime, probably. Because they're just fucking laughing all the time. And drunk. (laughs) Yeah, they're laughing, they're drunk. They're like three white women that are just super liberal. (laughs) And it's just funny. They talk about true crime. It's Mm -hmm. funny. I listen to The Skim 9 to 5 a lot. Mm-hmm. Two white girls, love them to death, Danielle and Carly. And they just talk about boss behind women who do the doggone thing. And they ask some questions and get to know them. And I love it. Period. And I know y'all not going to like the fact that we don't have any, like, you know, get people of color podcasts on here. But introduce us to some. Mm-hmm. You know? Hit me up in my DMs. Uh-uh. Don't do that because my second favorite is The Pat Down. <laughs> By Mrs. Pat. Mrs. Pat. So don't play. I just seen that she has a show on BET, and I wanted to know if you liked it. I haven't seen it yet, Kayla. Where do I get BET? BET Plus. It's like an app. They probably give you a seven-day trial. The second season is coming out. Okay. Give it a look. Yeah, I will. I've been seeing some clips because I follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. The Pat Down. (laughs) Shout out to Miss Pat. All right. Were you guys ever in any danger? great question yes in my mm. in my experience yes i was in danger mm. would you like to mm-hmm. mm. i will explain yeah in the cult i was oh sorry in the ministry i was actually like super sexually assaulted by a girl that was older than me it was a girl yeah and i've never mm. like talked about this to people that i don't like fuck with you know what i'm saying it's not something because i don't like sympathy like i just don't want it to be a thing but you know since we're talking about it yeah that happened and it happened for a long time nobody fucking knew and if they did they shouldn't do anything about it and it was yeah sad and it was sad because you were alone and of course my little self couldn't have helped you because you were trying to shield me and protect me from stuff yeah you were just so adorable Kristen was the cutest little thing if y'all have seen us on Instagram. I posted us a couple times as little kids and she was just a doll. So yeah, she didn't need to know certain things and I probably didn't fully understand it either. So it is what it is. Yeah. Kayla's always been a true big sis, y'all. She's always protected me, <laughs> all of that. Love it, annoying, but she was a bomb big sister. <laughs> Thank you, sister. Someone asked, did you guys live on a compound? Good question. No, we didn't. We actually were like, it was giving homeless sometimes. Like we would have to sleep in our car. Um, We would have to sleep with other, sleep with, sleep at the homes of like other ministry members. And because my parents, like they were fully in the ministry. They didn't have other outside jobs and they were so young. 
they were younger than like a lot of other people involved. So it was just the ministry and nothing else. Yep. And I always just remembered us living with, you know, people who lived with such and such. Then we lived with such and such. And we always mm-hmm. had our like own space, of course. Yeah. It wasn't like we were like, I don't know, stressing. But at the same time, mm-hmm. we didn't really have a place of our own until our last couple of years in the ministry. Right, right. Someone asked, how long were we in the ministry? So I'm pretty sure we joined when I was about two or three. And then we left when I was eight. Mm-hmm. I always thought seven years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were young. You were super young. So it was it me. I don't fucking know, bitch. And someone asked, how did we get out of the ministry? Well, mm. what I remember was a culmination of things that we didn't know at the time. But during that time, it was actually just kind of abrupt. I just remember mm-hmm. us saying mom and dad telling us we were moving i'm like okay where are we moving to yeah nebraska okay mm-hmm. so then we just up and left said bye to a few people and dipped yeah that's kind of what i remember too i remember us getting in that u-haul truck bitch all four of us squeezing in i remember the two people that came to say goodbye to us right before we left was my abuser and her mom which was fucking crazy and uh yeah so we just my parents are just like we're out of here i'm sure there was more moving pieces when it comes to them but they haven't told us you know hopefully one day they're more transparent about like their experience but they're very secretive and kind of uncomfortable about it so very much uncomfortable i think they kind of have guilt associated with that so they don't want to talk about it right Someone said, is this why Kristen is well-versed in the Bible? (laughs) Kind of. Well, it started there, but I left when I was seven. So it kind of set a foundation. But from then on, we stayed in the church, just not in a cult. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Kayla's well-versed too. She just won't show y'all. Kristen, I don't tell people that. I don't know much. You do. Kristen, seriously, I saw a Bible verse and it had like this name. I like Nehem. Ne- 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 I said that ain't no name and no book and no Bible, <laughs> but it is apparently. And I was just like, I thought somebody was just like playing tricks, you know, and trying to just like blaspheme. No, it's real. Kayla Bathsheba is in the Bible. You think everybody's going to remember that? I remember Bathsheba, but I'm saying Nahum. Like, that's a book in Mm -hmm. the Bible, not just a name. And I was like, that's not a book in the Bible, but it is. It is. I've never read it, to be fair. No. Kristen, I've never heard anyone quote it until that day, which is like two (laughs) weeks ago. So, (laughs) okay. Did you willingly join or were you raised in it? We were raised in it. Mm -hmm. Who, what got you into the cult? How has it affected you after leaving? Hmm. our parents got us in mm-hmm. um, i wonder who got them in i think they knew a woman that they were like cool with and then she kind of introduced them to it and it just went from ooh, there interesting mm-hmm. so how has it affected us since well that's a loaded question mm-hmm. because it's affected us affected me in many ways mm-hmm. like on and one in I want a big family because I remember how it felt on the other end. I can't really connect with people right off the rip. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because it takes time for me to open up because of the pain of leaving people, losing people. Yeah. On one end, we're very adaptable. We know how to deal with all different types of folks and be in mm-hmm. different rooms. On the other end, we can't stand everybody. So it's just, it's most. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mix of experiences and some of them are good things that we've learned. Some of them are not so good things. What do you think, Kayla? Mm, I, I totally agree with you. I think for me, because like some of my experiences within it, because I was somehow introduced to sexual things so fucking early, you know, like I remember at five years old, I was threatened to get kicked out of school because I pushed a boy down and like started kissing him, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's not fucking okay behavior, but I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And so I think after we left the the ministry, I was really promiscuous, like bitch, eighth grade, seventh grade dad, like caught me sending pictures and shit, just weird, weird shit. And I think that affected me, but I also think I became super super hard and like had tough skin when people would talk shit to me like anytime we moved somewhere people always hated me for some reason and they would like talk (laughs) hella shit to me because you were never afraid you were always in somebody's face and they were like who is this new girl coming on the scene doing the most just always being myself but like people always have a problem with that and it just taught me to throw up two big middle fingers and not worry about it and just be me so i really really love that part of how I was. Mm-hmm. It was an extreme for a long time, but it got me through a lot of shit. So facts. I always admired that about you. <laughs> Kayla would look it would, it felt like Kayla would look for trouble. And I'm like, I don't want no trouble over here. Let me go to school. Let me have my little friends, my little yes. books, and let yes. me stay here. But then Kayla no was bars. everywhere, causing mm-hmm. me anxiety and it was just a lot. Causing mass hysteria. <laughs> mayhem it was a mess but yeah okay someone asked have you thought about going back now that you are adults no who goes back to some mess no 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 first of all the dude who runs it is a narcissist and he made it about god and himself all in the same thing like Yahweh Ben Yahweh if you haven't mm-hmm. seen that episode go watch it go listen, um yeah. listen not watch let's watch to YouTube hello Patreon get on it yeah so no never that I agree I agree do you have any family still in the in the ministry so we didn't have any family that joined it was just our parents and we had friends that were like family in it and most of them got out which yeah. is great yeah I can't think of Anybody who stayed, they stayed a little bit after us, but I can't think of anyone who's in there now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see. This person sent a lot of questions. Okay. Dang. What stuck out to you about this, the ministry? Were there other cults you looked into? Hold on. One question at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what sticks out now that didn't stick out back then was how much a cult can feel like family. Mm-hmm. You des- you don't desire friends at school anymore. You're just yeah. absorbed with your family. And you see and them as family. Yes, yes. It doesn't seem like a punishment. It doesn't seem like you're missing out. Like you're excited to see them. You want to see them. So even thinking about leaving the ministry, I think was really hard for our parents because they have like a support group within it, you know, with all their friends and stuff. So at such a young age, like deciding to just pick up and start completely over in a totally new state, you know, I think it was really big of them, but 
they had to do it. Yeah. And honestly, we've kind of been transients ever since then. So mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe like the shock of leaving a family like that really kind of scarred us in a way right. where right. we're more independent. And we, I think my parents really like change. They like to just bounce around and do yeah. their own thing. Kind of restless too, though. <laughs> yeah. So they asked what religious beliefs did y'all practice? So basically with this question, I'm just going to give you a rundown of what I remember being taught within it and then what is being taught now. So what I remember being taught in it, he was kind of teaching that prosperity gospel. If you guys haven't heard about that, that's basically when like preachers tell you, hey, give all your money to the church and God will give it back to you tenfold. So with his crusades, he would go around, he would heal people, you know, lay hands on people. They would fall out. They would feel like they were being healed and stuff. And then he would basically at the end say, now thank God by giving him whatever you got. Now, right. So now I think from my research, he's teaching that if you don't follow under his leadership here on earth you cannot get to heaven so basically he is the prophet on earth that you have to go through to even get to jesus or god or which is the dumbest thing ever because if you read the bible at all jesus is the only way the truth and the light not no other person and another thing is that i've learned is that we kind of how do i say this so we didn't really know i didn't really know personally that i was black until years later after the ministry because the people that we were living with the people that we were associated with were from all different nationalities and ethnicities we never sat there and said oh you're black or oh, you're hungarian or you know what i'm saying we never yeah. sat there and differentiated each other so we all thought we were family so i didn't really know that i was black black until i got around other black people that weren't my family Mm. then mm. it started clicking like the you know we got hated on by black folks oh you talk too white oh you're an oreo oh you're this mm-hmm. and that and the third and that was back in the day yeah. so i'm thinking like wait a minute we're all the same people nope mm-hmm. and then we started experiencing <laughs> racism and prejudice and so once we got out of that realm of everybody's family and even if you don't look alike yeah. the real world started to hit yeah it was bad. And some people are like, how did you not know you were black? Bitch, that's not what she meant. Like, she obviously knew what she looked like. But it was just the experience, right? Like, that difference in being treated that way. Because within the ministry, every, there was white, black, Spanish, you know, Indian, whatever. African. And no, no, one gave a, no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's what she really means by that. Yes. Thank you, Kayla. <laughs> You're welcome. Because people be talking that hot shit. Oh, you know they do. And I ain't fucking with it. Okay, another question. Was it hard to start your life back over again? Great question. Uh, I think it was the favor of God because my parents were able to somehow find another friend that flew my mom out, showed her around Virginia. We were able to get have favor with a landlord who you know, just trusted us. My parents didn't have credit, didn't have shit. We got a townhouse with like three bedrooms. I mean, you know, my parents, my dad got a job. My mom was able to start her um, daycare. You know, they were making really good money and they did the damn thing. So I know it wasn't easy for them, but 
it was easier with help for sure i remember having big christmases back then big mm-hmm. birthdays had so mm-hmm. many friends yeah. like it was lit and so for them to come from nothing living with folks to us having yeah. our own huge town home and friends and parties mm-hmm. our parents within did the, the span of thing. like a year you know yeah. a year and a half it was crazy yeah, because we only stayed in Nebraska, you guys, after we moved from St. Louis for like four months. Yeah. And then we dipped <laughs> and went to Virginia. Yeah, Nebraska was fucked. Corn. No shade. What was the playlist during this time? <laughs> Friend! You're Who was listening to music? <laughs> Other than some Veggie Tales. That's what the, that was the playlist. That was the playlist. Veggie Tales. <laughs> The bunny, the bunny. Hey. Oh, that's what that was. That was the playlist. I don't want no fruit, but I just want the bunny. I don't want no tissue. I don't know what I just want to play that off. I got a bunny. I don't want a tissue. My nose is ready. I just want to play that off. I got a bunny. If you don't know any of these songs, because we're going to go live. We're going to go live this week. I know you don't have much time. Okay, we're going to go live this week. We're going to play a couple of tunes. Because just like Gracie's Corner be going in, VeggieTales had them tunes. Period. And if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Go on YouTube and type in VeggieTales belly button song, cheeseburger song. Okay? (laughs) The bunny song. Period. All of it. We're having too much fun. No one's listening anymore. (laughs) All right. We've lost them. I know. Sorry, guys. We had to give this to you. You've been asking, so like, don't come for us. All right. Was there anything that you learned that you took when you left? We already answered that. What outside activities were you not able to partake in? We didn't really have too many limits. Um, I think the only, the biggest thing was my parents worked so, so, so much. Like sometimes they would have to go to crusades and leave us behind and have us being watched by other people. Um, There was just a lot going on. There was violence involved. You know, it was just, it's, yeah, he teaches to be, you got to keep your woman in check, period, point blank. If she's talking too much, check her, you know, check Mm -hmm. that. It's giving women are subservient. They have to submit. That's like really the part that he hones in and on the Bible, in the Bible. Like he very much taught out of the Old Testament and then kind of twisted it to match what, um masochist would Mm -hmm. want misogynistic person would love yep sick individual and i remember (laughs) i was watching a video recently like maybe two years ago of a crusade or a church service that that person was having and he made i don't want to say made but he had the white people apologize to him for the things that their ancestors did to his ancestors, you know, with slavery and everything. So they came up there. They had stuff written out on their pages. This is on YouTube, by the way. And they're just apologetic. You know, they're t- they're gassing him. And he's just looking like, yeah, mm-hmm. And what else? Bring it on. It was really sick. Like, Get these hands. Somebody mm-hmm. should have been slapped him in his turkey neck. <laughs> and the worst part for me is big artists like Ty Tribbett, you know, has been to the church and has performed and collabed with him on certain things. I know there's a check attached to certain stuff like that, but I think just because someone quote unquote steps in the name of God or, or whatever doesn't mean that's what they're really doing. 
In fact, there are false prophets. So watch out for who y'all listen to because not everybody is preaching the word. Even that preacher that was saying he got robbed in Brooklyn or Harlem. Mm. I'm like, sir, you're on you're on a live stream with a million dollars worth of jewelry on and a full Gucci suit on. Like, what is it giving? And the thing is, yes, you know, church people don't have to be out here looking broke and being poor. But right. to be flaunting, it's just extra. It just shows your character more than anything. It's in really bad taste. Yeah. Well, those are all the questions that we have. I want to think that I miss anything. So do you want to ask us anything, sis? I have a question. What? Do you ever wish that we didn't go through that experience? I think I would wish it for mom and dad. Definitely. But like for me, I don't think it. It doesn't really, most things don't bother me. Like it's, it's, I need probably therapy for it, but I'm way more detached than others to certain Mm -hmm. things. So, um, I'm totally fine. I feel like I went through it. I got through it and I'm stronger because of it. So I'm okay. Mm. How do you feel about that? Mm, I don't regret it. I don't wish that we didn't. I think it really was the only thing that showed me that, non-immediate family can really feel like family you know yeah. what i'm saying non yeah, people sure. that aren't in your life um aren't blood can mm-hmm. really feel more like family than your blood Hmm. Hmm. love that for us mm-hmm. and we don't really keep in touch with too many people from that time in our life we do keep in touch with my mom has a best friend um she had some she had two sons and we're cool with them i talk to them sometimes Mm -hmm. and yeah i see a lot of them thriving on facebook and stuff but Mm -hmm. i think when you go through some toxic traumatizing shit you just want to love each other from afar (laughs) (laughs) so happy you're doing well don't want to ever like revisit what we went through yeah because like it's kind of like a fear of if we do meet up we have to talk about the elephant in the room yeah and some people just want to let that shit go yeah so if you guys are ever in the st louis area and come across a very fluffy (laughs) (laughs) light-skinned man with a turkey neck and (laughs) hair plugs um not covering the top of his head because it's just not working the way he thought walk the other way (laughs) yeah be be very cautious (laughs) be cautious y'all some people like trauma some people are like yeah i'm going i'm gonna find out what it is my don't do that they'll probably be like these bitches just talking they don't know they was kids like all right okay all right do what you gotta do do what you gotta do don't come back to us because i'm gonna tell you i told you so period every time (laughs) kayla is an i told you so ass ass bitch (laughs) (laughs) i love it so (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening this was a fun lighter episode actually it wasn't that light i think i'll probably like have a deep thinking session about it later, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that we finally got to be a little bit more open about our experience with you guys. If we missed any questions that you may have, or if you thought of some more message us and you know, I'll message back. I'll answer it. Mm -hmm. Ciao. And look out for that live where we are going over tunes, (laughs) veggie tales, you name it. We're being serious. Okay. We can have fun too. Dead ass. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It really helps get our show 
out to others. And Kristen, please. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> over it. Completely over it. And uh, before we go, <sighs> be safe, protect your peace, and protect your space. So we don't have to cover your case, friend. Bye. Bye. I have a right to kill me. I have a right to do that. But you have no right to judge me.